podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Jesse, your host, and with me today is Owen Jules. Hello, as ifers. Is that what they're called? <laughs> yes, that's what they're called. So we start our minute at Cher holding up the bong, saying, um, I guess chi- uh, kitchenware? And actually, wait, this is actually a good joke. Uh, I guess where, uh, I guess chi- chicken, why do I want to keep on saying chickenware? Uh, kitchenware uh and travis says that's where i used to keep it which i feel like you know nice little touch there it was actually like a nice little joke beat there and we end on share saying let's never fight again okay and share and tie hug and they're just being adorable teenagers together so um this one Besides, like, that little, last little joke beat or whatever, is mostly just montages of people skating with Beastie Boys, mullet head, behind them, and Cher talking to Ty. Yeah, I was going to say about this track, um, I'm not a huge Beastie Boys fan, and I don't mean to say I don't like the Beastie Boys, but it's just one of those bands that I think they're really cool, but I just never particularly got into them. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm only slightly familiar mm. and i i don't know i never actively listened to them before so i really enjoyed um sabotage that was something that i was really into at the time which was about this kind of time i think um and mullet head actually isn't even on an album it's a b-side but it's a pretty cool song um i'm yeah, yeah. a bass player so i really appreciate it. it's got a stonking bass riff and uh it comes in couple of times throughout this scene yeah it's it basically like every any time that they're showing the skating montage it, it's on and speaking of the skating montage feels super super 90s <laughs> it's pretty like unimpressive it's it's unimpressive but like it just like from everything just the way like it's shot and everything yeah. from like with the obvious had... the obvious double to do the actual tricks Oh yeah, the real, real obvious. But they just the, even the way that like, they film like everything. Like I, I only got like the later end of skate videos, but like it just feels exactly from that era. I do I love I Travis's moon shirt though. Yes, that's yes, really cool. And uh, speaking of uh, that, uh, it basically. Ty, this is where Ty and Cher, like, basically get back together and make up for everything. So this is where, if you remember from last episode, I said I had a theory on why Travis was actually asking um, Cher to come along to this. And the reason is, basically, I believe, is that he's getting it together with Ty, and Ty said to him bring Cher along do you reckon you could get Cher to come or at least between them they've schemed on it and the whole purpose of Cher coming is not to watch Travis it's to make things 
and patch sorry to patch things up with share yeah i mean yeah that makes makes a lot of sense i mean but at the same time i would like to think that travis wants to be friends with share oh yeah certainly but that's why i was kind of confused because like is he why would he ask her it's kind of a weird thing he's not trying to get with her it seems like a random thing to do i don't know maybe it's just i'm doing a thing you might like to come and see it but i'm pretty sure the ulterior motive was to get them together so that they could patch it up yeah and i mean ties back to her old self for the most part um she has the red hair again um and she's in you know just basically whatever like i mean the unfashionable thing yeah uh, and uh you know she's obviously you know I like that she's, like, really comfortable with herself. Yeah. You don't even really get that with Cher. But it is a huge turnaround in character, isn't it? It's like she was almost... She'd become evil. Again, I think this harkens back to Heathers. I think a similar thing happens in Heathers where they get this girl and they they train her up to be this kind of socialite and she becomes a monster. And they're like, have we created a monster? Um, But she's that adorable and nicer person that she sees the error of her ways i guess and tries to make it up and Cher's really gracious about it as well isn't she and she apologizes for her side of it yeah she she apologizes and like ties like you know like you know what you did nothing bad to me and like they're just like you know just it's a nice friendship moment i like as well that it's not overly um it's kind of simplistic and it seems silly and in the way that kids or young teenagers would make something up you know it's that thing of like you know when kids fall out and minutes later they're back together again like nothing's happened yeah it's 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 i kind of wish for that simplicity back again (laughs) relationships obviously we get another sort of shot of we get another shot of travis doing his half pipe magic or whatever it is and mullet head comes back in now i don't know why but i just feel like mullet is an interesting phenomena we've talked a bit about the south on our previous episodes yes and in my head a mullet is completely synonymous with a dude that drives a truck and wears a cap <laughs> and you're not too far off and also of course macgyver as well another supporter of the mullet there was a show that was on upn which uh uh, there was a show which upn was known for having crazy shows that made no effing sense at (laughs) all uh but they had there was this one show called the mullets okay it was about these these brothers who was in the family called mullet whose last name was mullets and they were just like and they was and they were just uh just having adventures and doing stuff and uh there was eight episodes aired of it and they were, but they shot for 11 yeah but i don't Ooh. have you ever watched it's always sunny yes yeah it's philadelphia uh rickety cricket is one of the brothers oh, with okay. the mullets yeah on it yeah hey, which he's actually in a lot of stuff uh, the other person's not so much but rickety cricket uh, <laughs> i want to rem- he's in it he has a mullet and he he wears that mullet i remember actually uh i met a girl from wisconsin 
and for some reason we talked about mullets and she said to me you know it's short on the top and long at the back so why do we call it a mullet surely we should call it a schlong a short long and i was like (laughs) yeah i can see i can see that like that dude's got a schlong on his head (laughs) (laughs) well you mentioned buffy actually there and that made me think buffy surely owes a lot to this film i would say oh yes it does uh buffy uh summers yes buffy summers i want to say um definitely is playing off it the archetype Mm. of the valley girl i mean that's the whole thing it's about like in the valley girl who kicks who's kick ass who would you say uh the kind of peers of Alicia Silverstone because I'd say Sarah Michelle Geller and definitely probably Jennifer Love Hewitt for some reason they've all got three names obviously not Alicia Silverstone but um it's kind of like serial killers serial killers always have three names is there a is there a comparison there <laughs> I don't know Wait, are we comparing are we comparing Sorry. serial killers to I'll, Sheriff Sean I'll take Geller? that back not serial killers necessarily assassins I, I don't know where to go from <laughs> Well, I'm enjoying uh, myself, you know. Another thing I noticed right at the beginning of this scene, there's a lot of product placement in the background. Okay. Starbucks rears its ugly head again. They're, they're buying a coffee from a vendor. And then the other thing I wanted to ask you about, and this may go absolutely nowhere, but are you familiar with Jody Maroney's gourmet sausage? Talking about schlongs. <laughs> No, because what what are you talking about? In the background, there's a like a hot dog <laughs> cart, and there's this big, like very professional looking logo, which says, I think, Jody Maroney's gourmet sausage. And I just, I was hoping you would be like, you don't know what go- <laughs> Jody Maroney's sa- you haven't lived if you don't have a Jody Maroney's like, gourmet a- sausage. If it was like a Johnson's Farm or a <laughs> wait, wait, uh, wait, sorry, Schlong's. Gourmet sausage Johnson now, yes, <laughs> and uh, th- like Johnson's Farms is a uh, fairly popular. Oscar mm-hmm. Mayer, yeah, fairly okay. popular. Uh, Jimmy Dean, okay, yeah. Uh, Hereshire Farm, yeah, it's popular, but like I don't know many uh, sausage <laughs> manufacturers besides that. Uh, what are some of the teen movies you enjoy or enjoyed? Um, that's a tough question because not a lot um i mean what is a teen movie uh the breakfast club probably a, is that maybe one? a movie with teens in it yeah i mean the breakfast if you're going go back to the 80s there's a lot pretty in pink the breakfast club ferris bueller or should i say ferris bueller's day off um a more modern one kind of a guilty pleasure i really like bring it on the first one i think that's a really fun movie it's brilliant in the sense that it's so fast-paced. It's edited in such a way you don't have time to get bored. The scenes are so short, and it's just a fun movie, kind of in the vein to this. There's a similar feel to it, I think, to Clueless. Yeah, that, that most definitely. Um, it's. I don't. Know, I am more of the. Uh, I grew up more in the era of kind of sad, somber indie teen movies. Yeah, such as. Well, uh, Charlie Bartlett, right? I think yeah, was one of them. It came out. I don't know. I was actually fifteen. It was just perfect time. 
where it's, you know, it's just about this, like, he's kind of a Ferris Bueller type, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, wait, this is uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it. Oh, yeah, he plays one of the teachers. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't have much more to say about it. It's just, it's, it's fun. There's lots of ennui in it, which is something that I enjoy. I enjoy good ennui. Oh, man, you've just reminded me of a great one. Uh, have you seen Brick? No, I haven't. It's something I've been wanting it's, to watch. It's this brilliant film noir. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is brilliant in it. Yeah, I, I couldn't recommend it enough. It's such a good film. Yeah, I hear I hear lots of good things about it. Jo- Joseph, or JGL, you know, as the insiders call him. <laughs> uh, he's... he's uh, He's been a favorite ever since yeah. he was on Third Rock and uh, on the Sun or from the Sun, for me, because he played the young. Uh, well, he played the old alien who was in a teenage. That's body. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I always like. I think I've liked him in everything I've seen him in. Really. Yeah, I really liked him in Looper. Like Looper, mm-hmm. I think he did like a legitimately really good job. Yeah, Inception. On the other good. hand, uh, Bruce Willis barely tried in that movie <laughs> but he was still fine so that's all that matters yeah bruce willis can basically just show up and not act say it'd still be okay yeah which i guess is a good thing i mean if you're an actor if you don't really have to do your job oh <laughs> uh, bruce willis burn okay let's uh go on to plugs <laughs> <laughs> well if you enjoyed a podcast that has very little to do with the subject matter, then you might like my podcast, Classic Schmassic, where I talk about old movies with my old friend, and we watch those big, big films, such as Citizen Kane, Lawrence of Arabia, that kind of thing, that we've never actually seen. We're supposed to be film bus, but we've not seen some of the greats. And we talk about them, uh, we have a break in the middle where we then actually go and watch the film where we invite you to do the same and then we come back and kind of give it our rating our rating system is classic or schmassic pretty simple so if you want to check that out just search for that podcast and it should come up in all the various media venues itunes stitch all that lot and twitter and facebook and everything uh this is jesse i host a podcast called turn to page where i read a huge adventure book with a couple of friends and we adventure goof review just talk about random random stuff uh which i don't know i don't know if this was a good showing honestly this episode (laughs) so maybe listen to it you know give me a pity listen Uh, (laughs) yeah give him another chance you know you never know give me me one chance i swear i'm slightly charming most of the time uh and also, I'm on another podcast, which you should definitely listen to. Not for me, but for Carrie, because she's wonderful. Uh, is Random Sampling, where uh, we have a conversation about random stuff that we find on Wikipedia via the random article button. Uh, both of those should be on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, the various podcatchers. You know, you know that junk. You should know by now. If you're listening to this, you probably listen to other podcasts. You know, so you know, do you know, do all that junk. I always feel like, you know, when you're you're giving out your contact details, and you know, you should do it in a slick way. So I should be going like classicschmashic dot com and all this kind of thing. But I think I end up 
you string it out even more because I'm just like, you you know, you don't need to be told. I mean, when we give out an address, do we say www? You don't need to. Just type it into Google, man. That's what all you need to do. This has been uh, as if. Thank you for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. This has been produced by Darren Husted, executive produced and hosted by Jesse Cooper, along with my guest, Owen Chules. Follow us on Facebook at As If The Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If Underscore Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcasting app of your choice. Please rate and review if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.